Rolling? All right, Samantha, cool, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Thanks for coming in. So, you're kind of hanging out with us to introduce somebody, is that right? Yes. Very All right, cool. Special. So let's bring him in. Who are we bringing in? Let's go. Let's see who it is. What the? What the? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Gina told me I got to put this over my nose. That's right. How we doing? Where do I sit? What's up, dude? You got a spot right here for you. Awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> How does this thing work? Oh. <laughs> How we doing? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, this is so cool. Where are we? Check now. this out. You think that's awesome? Watch this. This place is neat, <laughs> dude. I can't believe on the first Simple Merchant Coffee unacculturated podcast, I have a real elf, dude. Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're talking about me? That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, if you don't mind, so this cool mask I got from the state of Rhode Island, and I was told once you're in a spot, I guess, and you're sitting down, that you can take the mask down as long oh, as nice. you're with people. So you this know. is our crew. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes. Yeah. You know you how hard it is to smile in this thing? I broke three of them just in getting wardrobe <laughs> set up. Hard. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see how good I can do with my mask so people see me staying. Yeah, Save. protected at all times. That's what they used to see in anyways. Sure, absolutely. Um, and you've learned in the short time we've been here that when you become part of the innovate community, you got to lead by example. I don't know what that means, but that's what they told me upstairs. <laughs> Dude, yeah, this place is what it is because of you and all the thing, everything that you do. Because of me. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Elf version of you and that's you. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, why don't I just get out of character for a minute and remind people why Buddy the Elf is here today. I like you in character too. Yes. Well, <laughs> I have no problem getting yeah. back into how's, it. How's can you, the, how's can the you the put mic? the microphone a little closer in between you guys? Yeah. Just be like... <laughs> how's that? Testing, testing one, two. Make I sure think that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, thanks for having me today, Jordan. Um, I am here today to announce to not only the Innovate Newport community, but to the broader constituency that is Newport, the city and the county of Newport. I am very fortunate to work for two brainiacs, uh, one of which is Joe Nicholson, the city manager, and the other is Aaron Donovan Boyle with the Greater Newport Chamber of Commerce. And uh, I've been in the job since February, and uh, most of that time has been spent in a mask with no one in the building dealing with things. But uh, as I start off what I am calling 31 Days of Funshine, which needs no explanation, I haven't had to explain it yet, I'm reminded that in that downtime, I have learned a tremendous amount from both of them. And they both have such great responsibility over them to manage this pandemic that we get smarter on every day, but reality is we don't know everything yet. You know, we rely on scientists because of their years of research and expertise and their dedication to it. 
And while they're the most um, expert in knowing where we are today, they don't have all the answers. Yeah, and so I right? love that Aaron and Joe are there to not only uh, help make smart and safe decisions for the people of Innovate, but uh, that they provide me with perspectives that remind me of the bigger picture here. So uh, bottom line is uh, I am going to be puking Buddy the Elf throughout the month of December Nice to remind people that uh, life could be worse. As a guy who's 44 years old, there have only been two things that I can think of that rocked my world. The first was 9-11, and the second is this. And just in comparing the two, this isn't as bad as that. Um, there's no doubt we have experienced a lot of pain and suffering, but we are able to manage it. And as a reminder to everyone, and- You can hear Todd well. As a reminder to everyone, uh, I am puking fungine all month oh, long. Dude. Sorry, the little bit of buddy gets it's out amazing. in me. Uh, <laughs> and to run an organization like Innovate Newport, which has such a, a wealth of talent, um, brains, uh, and opportunities, I feel responsible to also blend that with taking a step back, realizing how lucky we are. Awesome. So I'd like to just take a minute and explain exactly what the 31 days of Funshine means. Okay. So when I think about how, much, how fortunate we are and things could be worse, I came <laughs> up with a couple themes. Um, what's in the bag? <laughs> oh, my favorite. Oh. Buddy likes it too. Is yeah. that lemonade? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think of three things that could be worse than dealing with this unexpected pandemic. The first thought I was thinking is that we could be blind. Uh, the second thought I had was that we could be deaf. And the third thought I had was we could be missing a limb. So when I translate that with my Innovate Newport brain cap on, that I uh, am fortunate to be able to um, tap into with the community here, uh, I have come up with a aggressive campaign to, as a collective community, do great things for those who are worse off than we are. And so what I'm about to tell you is the theme for the month of December. I wouldn't be leading by example if my particular idea I didn't try to promote throughout the full calendar year. So let me just get right into it. To represent the blind out there that we should be reminded we are not members of, there is an awesome website called BeMyEyes.com. If you haven't heard of this, it is basically the best, coolest use of technology that I've ever seen. This app, in essence, if you are blind, you don't like to tap into the people around you for yeah, help. Yeah, this is cool. So what the Be, Be My Eyes app does is if um, you have time in your day or what I'm encouraging you to force time into your day, you sign up uh, as a free user of the community and you basically, when you log in, 
throughout whatever time you're there, you are assigned live broadcasts with people from not only this country, but from over 150 countries around the globe. And you are brought into their live real world. They may be cooking dinner. They may be walking down the streets of New York and need to navigate. But how cool is it that you're live with them and instead of them having to ask for help, you're coaching them through it. And uh, I learned about this six months ago or so. And um, I'll be honest, we all live busy lives. And I said I'm going to do it and I have yet to do it. So what I love about the Innovate Newport community is that we are all going to collectively force ourselves to be reminded and to help. And with that said, if we all do our little parts, then collectively we'll see at the end of the year just how many people we helped. I get back to lead by example. So the first thing that we are doing here, and I want to introduce my best friend, <laughs> my best friend in the whole world, who we don't get through any given day without helping each other out. Yes, and it's, again, do. another reminder of Innovate Newport. Um, by the way, Samantha is the top-notch, best-of-the-best cleaner in town. Uh, nice. She yeah. not only cleans boats, she cleans houses. Nice. When she's booked and I'm cleaning a house for one of my concierge folks, I call Samantha I for tips. <laughs> my mother has kidnapped her to clean her house. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, our first tenants, which I'm sure there'll be more at Drupal Connect, who are using her to uh, keep the place clean. But uh, what Samantha and I decided, she's been hearing me puke this concept sunshine. of Pukin sunshine for yes, several sunshine. weeks. Um, we thought, what could we do? What could we do that's above and beyond and to set the tone for the rest of the month? So we are here to tell you today that our first reaction was we're too busy. We can't do it. You know what? We can put the TV away, the video games. We are here to tell Check you that... <laughs> Samantha and I are going to commit to 40 hours each over the month of December to this BeMyEyes.com app. Mm -hmm. Now, if we were anywhere else, you'd say, oh, that's a great thing. That's nice. But we are Innovate Newport. we got to think bigger and better. And so I am challenging, after our first month, a year of different organizations and businesses between the city of Newport and the county to see what can we do as a village? Because you'll hear me say a lot, it takes a village to uh, get to where you wanna go and do it in a positive way, uh, a um, safe way, and um, a way that everyone embraces. You'll hear a lot of embrace from me. I'll be puking that out as well. So uh, with that said, I have come up with themes for each month beyond December. Oh, nice. And uh, Joe and Aaron, this is new to me if too. you're listening to this, you can... Um, it might be new to them too. You can fire me, but who wants to <laughs> fire Buddy the Elf? But after Samantha and I complete our 40 hours in December, we are challenging the city of Newport Ooh, nice. versus Let's the Greater Newport Chamber of Commerce to see... Who can put more hours in, donate their time to help the blind? And so by bringing the bigger village in, everyone immediately says, I don't have time for this or whatever. You'll not only do your little bit of time, but as the competition goes, you'll want to do more and more. 
And I not only like that we're helping them, but Samantha and I did a couple hours the other day to get our feet wet, and it's so humbling Remind to me, do what's, it. What's the program called? BeMyEyes.com. By the way, the quick stats on this, I was on there earlier. There are over 400 million volunteers to date who have helped over 268,000 blind people in 150 countries, countries in 180 different languages. Now, with all that said, we all live busy lives. We have the internet. It gives you all this information. How many in Newport didn't even know this existed? So it's not only an example of something great we can do, but people know me. I lose sleep at night knowing Innovate is the first part of our name. So a site like this is something someone in the community should be aware of. Um, with that said, we also are Innovate Newport. We should lead by example. So Samantha and I are leading the charge, but we know not only will the Innovate Newport community embrace it throughout the year, but we're going to tap into individuals. And um, we will have one month where realty organizations will go against each other. We'll have one where restaurants do. But it's a way to bring all those different sectors of business, by the way, many of which are hurting themselves. It's not to diminish that, but it's uh, to take a step back and be reminded of what we can still be thankful for and that it could be worse. And um, I think that's something special. Now, going back to what I first said, there were three things I could think of that would be worse. So two other themes that are gonna be going on throughout the month, uh, throughout the year, um, excuse me, uh, will be, so it would be horrible to be deaf, right? And we're all fortunate that we're not. But how many of us, there are deaf people in our community and around the globe, how many of us know how to communicate with them? Well, I've been fortunate in that I grew up with, uh, and she doesn't know I'm doing this, but we've talked before, Tricia Milburn Donnelly, a great friend of mine. Her husband is Harp on the fire department. She is one of the few I know in the state who uh, teaches sign language. And a couple months ago, I had put her in the queue to say, I would love to be able to offer this to our community. So uh, we haven't worked out a schedule yet, but um, having talked to her in advance, and she knows me to put her on the spot, she will um, be planning some cocktails with me next week uh, sometime, Trish, at does she, does a location. Does she know you signed her up for the, for the show, too, sure. having her on here? Yes. Well, Trish, to that point, we'd love to have, <laughs> we'd love to have you and Harp on here to share nice. your experiences. Trisha's day job is a teacher, and Harp's is a firefighter, so it would be great to throw them in and be reminded of what we now collectively refer to as the first responders out there. And uh, you couldn't pick two better people, born and raised in this town, um, humbled. They go around through all of this and support all their friends and their businesses. So, um, so the second component will be to offer those hours to everyone. And with that said, the third component is you could be missing a limb or something. So... Throughout the month, one of the other themes you're going to see, because we're going to be puking funshine all over our social media site, which is something new I haven't been able to have the time to do. So I uh, brought in my intern buddy to make sure that I uh, have the time to do it. And because I'm going to be live on camera, um, 
you know, you'll learn over time, Samantha wears many hats, and she mm-hmm. was just in wardrobe with me earlier, making sure I'm Fixed ready. You so, um, but the third component is uh, the wounded how do we warrior. support the wounded? And so, I was fortunate to work eight years down at the Pentagon, and I lived and breathed this every day. But we are going to. Each month, the different organizations that are part of the competition will have weekly 50-50 raffles. Um, Part of the donations will go towards the Wounded Warrior Program. So how cool is that? If we have, let's talk through the City of Newport and the Chamber of Commerce. If a thousand chamber members and a thousand people in the city of Newport each did an hour. In one month, we'd have done 2,000 hours to contribute to this. All small efforts, one hour. So there'll be some months where we're challenging big families in town. So for example, we all know some of the larger families, the Kerwins, the Beans, the Lynches, where Samantha and I are just doing our 40 hours. They'll be able to spread that out, those 40 hours amongst themselves which gives them a little way out. But I think knowing those families, they get competitive with it. And so I love that I started as I thought this plan up, one of the bigger competitions, it'll be like putting your square in for the Super Bowl, is to bet how many hours by December of next year, our community, and when I say that, Innovate Newport, City of Newport, Greater Chamber, what we collectively with our little parts did for people that have it a lot worse than we do. Um, It's again, not to diminish what we're going through, it's to take a step back, breathe and be reminded that life could be worse. And in the time for me, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be candid, I'm the manager of this place. I see our numbers start to rise and now go back down, so you wonder, what am I gonna do this month? Well, I'm gonna channel my energy towards doing something better. And um, I love that I think that, I live and breathe it because I'm surrounded by that better here at Innovate and at the city in Newport and at the chamber. And when you take the step back and think about what we can do, we can move mountains um, and we do it as a village. And you'll hear me say it takes a village and uh, I put a hashtag in front of that because Buddy told me to, and uh, I have embraced the space, which uh, Buddy told me about too, and I guess it's got to do with Twitter or something, but Buddy and I are going to sit down next week, and we want to encourage people amongst many other themes to remind ourselves on our Twitter page, which will, apparently we haven't done it to date because they were out of accounts and i understand this is live breaking news you heard it here first that innovate they have you got a real microphone (laughs) yeah i I know this is buddy talking oh nice they have removed i repeat removed the credentials from donald officially today and so we are taking over that account and that's why we're now finally starting to use all right all right so I have questions for Todd. Sure. I also have questions for Buddy the Elf. Okay, talk to me. I think I'll start with, uh, well, I don't know, start with Buddy the Elf. I okay. think that's the right way to go. What is Innovate Newport? Innovate Newport. I've only been here a couple days, but it is the coolest place I've ever been to. Can I tell you, we just, uh, 
I told you, Samantha does a lot of things. She's also an awesome photographer. And we went around <laughs> the space. She oh, not shit. only is a great photographer, she oh, teaches me things. And she taught me things like you're not allowed to lay on the counter in the cafe. <laughs> and you ask, what's the cafe? It's this <laughs> really cool place. Yes. Oh, really so cool good. place. It is. And by the way, she not only knows how to take pictures and teach me, um, but she knows how to post things on social media. So she's the one who actually taught me about Twitter. If you go to your pictures, if you go to your pictures, does it say cast on the top? No, well, I have an iPhone, but um... What are you doing? <laughs> hey, who's that? Is that me? That's me? You wow! Me, I will just... Okay. Yeah, so these are so cool. She's sure. gonna take what's on this My little phone, phone 508. and put it on the internet. <coughs> 496-5515. That's also I repeat the shop's that. That's too. everyone who <laughs> needs to call Jordan with a... That's the shop's number, too. Yeah, so you can call me anytime. 508-496-5515. Um, a little side note I learned today was really cool. Like, you know, Newport's such a small town. These, <laughs> these two people just met a month ago, and they have the same last name. How cool is that? Oh, that's right. You're Durand? Yes, Samantha Duran meet Jordan Duran. How cool is that? D. Yes. Yes. There's T's at the end. Yes. There's N. Just the end. Yes. Todd. Bush is incredibly drinkable and fun, but it tastes like water. So anyone who knows Toddy knows that he grew up in what will always be referred to as the fifth ward. And down in the fifth ward, we embrace a drink here and there. Um, so much so that you might every once in a while get a cheaper version of your Heineken, not because you're saving money, but because it just tastes great. It tastes great. Tastes nostalgic. And so I, I was just telling Jordan here how much I embrace the bush light. Um, All right, nice. There. The good news is I'm not driving tonight. Buddy's taking me home on his bicycle. So you don't have anything to be worried about, people out there. Um, Buddy assured me that I will be safe when I leave here. So, um, hey, can I just add one more thing about the add 31 it all, man. days of There's sunshine? There's no limited time. So I have just selfishly been talking about what I'm doing as the leader, what Samantha's doing here as my partner in crime, yes, the one I could not get through the day without. But I am challenging the Innovate Newport community in the month of December, <laughs> as well as so my community of friends and family. So I'm reminded that I took this job in February and six weeks later, the rug was pulled out from under me and I spent painstaking amount of months here uh, walking around an empty building, no art on the space, there was no coffee shop, there was just the cafe. Uh, and in that time, I was reminded that a lot of people don't know me or where I come from and what I'm doing. Let's see. Look at that. Look at that little guy. Look at Buddy. Oh my hey, look. Gosh. Social distancing. Yes. I learned I got to practice that. Uh, how cool. So, um, look at you. Oh, look at that. What this artist? Her name's Mia? So this also, Mia's cool. this is also probably the first time a lot of people are seeing upstairs. 
Correct. You are yeah, correct. So. so to that point, I felt people don't know me. If if you're someone who was born and raised in this town, I'm 44 years old. I did an eight-year stint in New York and eight in D.C., but I've always called this place home. And I always say I've been fortunate to have layers of friends. So when I worked down at the Pentagon for Captain and Admiral, Captain Murphy, Michael Murphy, loved the name. He'd fit in the Fifth Ward just fine. He reminded me, he humbled me at times where he'd hear me talking about my friends, the community I'm with, and he reminded me as uh, a Navy captain and you know the ensign initially that he would travel around. He's lucky if he knows one person he went to high school with. So it hit me that I am blessed to know all these people. What I'm also reminded of is a small town it is. Here I'm at Innovate 44 years later and I'm still meeting new people. So how do I embrace both organizations? And so I have decided back to lead by example that I have been socializing with my network, my family, my friends, and each day they are coming up with, whether they're an individual or family, they are gonna be talking about something they're doing that's good for the community. And at the same time, challenging someone in the Innovate Newport, not so necessarily the members who are here or the tenants, but it's a bigger stakeholder community. It's, um, we have strategic partners. So Judith Underwood is getting the Blue Institute going. She's been uh, building up her research and development efforts in the Cape, but she's bringing to Newport and there'll be more to follow on this. Um, Blue Institute, which is all what Blue is. So Blue is all about Innovate Newport was born out of a report that the Brookings Institute did about 10 or so years ago when the economy was bad. So the Brookings Institute is just this trusted source. They have, it's a, it's a think tank, if you will, for how to get ahead of it planning for economically our future. When we were having a bad time, not only in Rhode Island, but in the southern New England area, they were uh, trying to find ways and offer us things to get ahead of to ensure that the locals within the state, within the, the county, city, but also larger southeastern um, New England area, ways to uh, channel their education programs and their knowledge and provide solutions that focus on the ocean. So it's a perfect example of stop what you're doing, breathe for a minute and think what resources do we have here that we can tap into and how can we use, you know, we've had this wave of technology over the last 20 years. <clears throat> the ocean's already existed there, but we're struggling with the, um, the maintenance of the ocean. You know, we learned for generations and centuries that we were um, that we were not taking good care of it. So they thought, why don't we take these two things, this uptick in technology and capability, this need to clean up our oceans, which are very important to us. I am, uh, as a Newport resident, I've been a member of Gooseberry Beach my whole life. My grandmother worked 45 years at Bailey's Beach. So um, while I took it for granted and was just down there building sandcastles with Buddy, um, people around me were 
um, not intentionally damaging the oceans with the ways we were treating it. So Blue Institute, bottom line, it's about leveraging technology and ideas that fix the ocean. And because those ideas are so profound in the entrepreneurs who come up with them, they shouldn't only have to focus on the idea and getting it to the finish line. They shouldn't have to focus on things like the equipment they need, the tools, the resources, the knowledge. So the Institute is becoming a hub for uh, educating entrepreneurs, um, providing them the tools and the capabilities they need, um, but not doing everything, sending them off on their way. So giving them everything they need to go succeed. Cool. It is one of many organizations that are what Innovate Newport's all about. So, and I'll relate it to you, Jordan. So we've talked a lot about how, so for those who don't know, Jordan was born out of a idea. Jordan, like everyone, hard worker um, in Newport, who not from the area, but uh, we would put him locally in a category we call transplants. <laughs> so as a local, it's not a jab, it's just reminding we are originals here. Uh -oh. But um, I always say, people who see Newport, you see it once and you always come back for more. It's much like Innovate Newport. People don't know what, uh, in, what's that? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm reminded my partner in crime here, we're trying to accomplish so much in our time here yeah. that she is, uh, we're tag teaming oh. efforts and she's going to get my, uh, she's going to Press Buddy's outfit for tomorrow <laughs> and, um, and get the rest of the wardrobe and makeup team trained so <laughs> that she can go about and focus solely on time to help the blind this month exactly. so and again another example it takes a village um but i was saying about newport everyone comes for the first time and i'll finish with this and then we'll uh, say goodbye to uh, samantha here um but much like newport you see it once you come back for more innovate newport everyone who comes in as soon as they learn about it they want more of it so you'll learn that our original intent, our original concept for filling the space here was to include four sectors of business coming out of the Brookings. I mentioned the Blue Institute. The other three are pretty obvious um, and already have been embraced, the defense sector. So we're fortunate we have the Naval War College. So we have the city of Newport has a um, agreement with Newick to make sure we're using each other's resources. We're gonna take that energy and push it towards Judith with the Blue Institute. So uh, a long-term goal will be to see Judith uh, born here um, and uh, uh, grow out of her shell. And eventually we'd like to see if uh, that great day comes that the North End is developed, which I know everyone on Joe's team is working hard to do, uh, will be at the Navy Hospital. Um, so we have blue, we have defense, technology. It's an obvious one. Every city, New, Newport is not unique to that. And the fourth kind of envelops all of them, and that's entrepreneurs in general. Yes. So those four organizations were our original intent. But as everyone comes in and embraces the space, you know, my main job is to create the environment that was already created, but foster it. But also at the end of the day, the city of Newport, the Chamber of Commerce, the state of Rhode Island, and uh, 
the uh, designated hitter that came through the end and hit the home run, the Van Buren Trust Foundation, put a lot of money, about $8.5 million, to make in this building what it is. And so amongst my many responsibilities is to embrace the original intent, but also get these loans paid off. So the city, in particular, put up the most funds for this. So I have to find unique and creative ways to do that. So why not embrace, as a local, I know, and everyone knows this, to succeed as a business on this island, you cannot do it without bringing in the local community. So that's where we brought in yourself as a local hardworking person. We we gave you the front uh, pavers and you set up your coffee uh, bike with cappuccino machine. Within three weeks, more people knew about Innovate that didn't. (laughs) You came in here, you took over this space. At the same time, we brought Mia Tarducci and the art program. She brought Newport Art. so with that said, I have to uh, say goodbye to Samantha, nice. but uh, I just want to say, Samantha, here's an example for coming and hanging out with us. Absolutely. Nice of someone who saw the space with me. She not only embraced it, <laughs> she finds ways to help me, and she keeps it clean, cool. COVID-friendly. So, Samantha, thank you so much. Tell Jenny Bear I said hello, and uh, I will call you when I get out of here. Yes, please. We'll do some uh, time on the app tonight. <laughs> yeah. Bye, buddy says bye. Bye. So anyways, um, basically, uh, we want to embrace a larger community. So part of my messaging in the months to come is, yeah, we want to embrace businesses, and there's plenty of space for them. But my revenue generator when I started walking the halls is this building. It's about how do I use this building? And see, here's a perfect example where a buddy came in on his first day and he just embraced the now, space. Now, that's Mia's painting that is yes. Innovates? Yes. Innovate Miss Tarducci, I'm told. Miss Tarducci. She uh, grew up with Todd. And um, oh, oh, right, I right. haven't met her yet, but just looking at that, it's just so cool. Mia's got to be just like really cool. Um, <laughs> By the way, uh, so I don't have to explain too much about Mia or the art program or your cafe because we had our first virtual open house on Thanksgiving Eve. It really felt like a community. It It really did. And um, I'll tell you, there's people going, why didn't Todd tell me about that? Well, I'll tell you, there's two reasons. One, because I'm busy and I've been trying to tell you, but now I'm building my, my team. I've been painfully training Buddy on how to use a computer and the internet. It hasn't been easy, but um, (laughs) bottom line is we didn't know how it would go. We didn't know what it was going to be like because at the beginning of the month, we had intended to, the intent behind the open house was to not only showcase art and what Mia has done to bring it in here, but also to leverage announcing about the coffee shop here. And um, Tracy, who Tracy Johnson, who is the uh, co-founder of the Newport Art House, I'm not going to get into the details of this because you're going to uh, puke Newport Art House, Mia and Jordan in this um, uh, open house Facebook live video event oh, that we'll this? be rolling out in the coming days. Oh, nice. So Tracy did an awesome job of uh, basically. Uh, Tracy walked around with a live uh, laptop 
and Shoke walked around the building, talked about the art along the way. We were able to uh, fit in time for me to give a tour of the place. We were able to uh, promote uh, a local uh, music uh, musician who I'm always amazed I'm learning more. But this if you haven't show. heard of Greg Forever, he yeah, Greg was rocks. A I he rocks. On the show too. So one of the three hours were two half-hour segments in our uh, what was once the gym event space, now our dedicated desk room because you have to be Very nimble cool. here. Tell us uh, about the dedicated desks. So this is really cool. So we were struggling in the downtime with COVID like and learning else. something new every day. We didn't know how to prepare for the months. Um, for those who don't know, I've been a project manager most of my life, 25 cool. years plus. And what I love about project management is you're able to plan ahead and proactively lay out how you do everything. And as I'm walking these halls in the months that were, um, the halls were empty, I struggled with how to get ahead of COVID, how to prepare for it, and how to bring our community back in. And I learned, much like I said earlier, I don't have all the answers. Um, it's important for myself uh, Joe, Aaron, all of our members to pay attention to what Gina Raimondo is saying, what the CDC is saying, what uh, Anthony uh, Fauci is saying, or Brad Pitt as his understudy. Um, and uh, I've learned that um, we get smarter every day on it and we just got to do the best we can. Uh, but it reminds me that I had to go through each room, look at how it's currently being used, and see could it be done in a different way that would help offset our loss of revenue that we were losing from the event space. Um, we hope to get back there someday. That was we're planning to. That was kind of trial by fire for it you. It sure was. I mean, can you imagine? You take a job on that. I couldn't be more excited. It's. Uh, it embraces everything I've learned, whether I was a young entrepreneur working restaurants and catering, we run events here, to the Navy, I've been a tech person, every little bit of what I learned is cool, I brought man. here. Um, and I've learned I have to find ways to take rooms and repurpose them in a short period of time. Uh, but with that said, I have to do it in a way that's nimble and flexible to put, uh, I'd say, Humpty Dumpty back together again because as much as we have to be nimble and adapt to change, we put a lot of brain, brain trust through our board of directors, um, which you'll be learning about throughout the month. They're all embracing uh, uh, do I know everyone? 31 Days of Fungine? You know won't. Um, and I could spend time going into all of them, but you're cool. going to see one of my first goals as we um, painfully train Buddy how to use a computer <laughs> and uh, post things every day is they're going to be, much like myself, leading by example, and they're going to be offering their solutions, their um, 
they're going to be offering their suggestions on ways we can uh, uh, support the community. Are and people going to be able to see all this on Instagram, or where are they going to see this? Yes. So to that point, Facebook is going to lead the charge in the short run. Cool. You because can do, you can do Instagram and Facebook like you post to one. And well, and we're planning to do all, but it gives me an opportunity to remind people. I know there's a lot of things since I've been here that I haven't been able to accomplish. And I'll be the first to say I am my own worst critic. So if Dude, there's think... something I'm not doing, like communicating enough, because I'm trying to accomplish certain things, um, just come up and tell me that you're yes. frustrated with it. Um, but give me a chance to explain the why. So when I worked for the Navy, I started as the seventh member of a command that grew to 700. And over a five-year period, I was the right-hand man to an admiral and captain who was managing all the software for the entire Navy. And it started with an idea, and it grew into a community, uh, much like Innovate is, but I didn't do it overnight. How many years were you with the Navy? I was there for eight years, five of which was with what's known as the Sea Warrior program. Sea Warrior is a program executive office, so it's taking everything from software and hardware that existed within the Navy and bringing it to the enterprise level. So if you were a command in New Orleans, a command in Millington, Tennessee, Orlando, San Diego, Historically, you were managing your own software efforts. What we did is we, they call it acquiring, but we acquired month by month these commands, and I got sent down with the bad news to say, well, they thought it was bad news until they met the great leaders I worked for, Captain Murphy and uh, Admiral Grunt Smith. And uh, Grunt's a great guy when you meet underneath, but there's a reason he's called Grunt. He uh, gets the job done. Um, we were taking over these programs and finding a uh, centralized um, way to do business so that everyone was managing their software in the same smart way, streamlining resources to do it. So we grew, bottom line is this huge legacy of 700 people that run any software. By the way, any software for the Navy we managed um, and as a reward, because I was so uh, inundated with operations and the fire hose coming at me all day, that the last six months before I was dying to move back to Newport, I was award, uh, rewarded by Captain Murphy with the opportunity to manage one of their joint programs and step out of the operations world and just do what I knew all these program managers we were requiring were doing. And uh, coolest pinnacle in my career, I sat every day. I, I worked at a base down the road, but every day from 10 to 3 of my 10-hour day, I would take a shuttle over to the Pentagon, and I would sit in the Joint Chiefs Conference Room, literally the Joint Chiefs. Um, I keep telling Samantha I'm going to get her the cleaning gig there because uh, they, uh, as great as they were there, there was still dust that uh, you don't see when uh, Samantha cleans. But uh, anyways, <laughs> um, how crazy is this? And people still ask me why I left this, but I would get on uh, a video teleconference in this room 
I would be in the room with generals, admirals, captains, colonels. Um, in essence, one of our many software solutions for the Navy was embraced as the solution at the joint level. We managed a system called JLIS that tracked every aircraft that brought people or equipment around the globe with one exception, Air Force One. It was the only one because as much security clearance as we had, I'll be honest, I don't want to be responsible for Air Force One, <laughs> but really cool. And um, I've learned so much from the technology of managing these systems to the operations of how to run a command like this that I'm bringing it all. It's another example yeah. of my background being perfectly channeled towards Innovate Newport. And as much people say, why did you leave? Well, I'll tell you what, I did New York. I did my undergrad and master's there. And I say New York for me gave me a feel for the international. So New York has people from every part of the globe. And then I was humbled to go down to DC and there I was surrounded by people from every state in the country. And so you meet people from Minnesota that you didn't know or from uh, Wyoming. Um, That's pretty cool. But collectively between the two, and I'm always reminded, so a uh, metro systems. So you go to New York and everyone's just disgusted by it. It's like you have rats in there. You have, you got to go from an L line to a, a, a two line to a four line. And then you go down to DC and it's five simple color lines. You know, it's red, blue, whatever. And when I took a step back and realized that it's because New York led the way and tripped over the how to. So they were just building Band-Aids on top of Band-Aids and tried to make one big surgery, and it's an ugly-looking thing. But so many years later, D.C. was able to leverage what New York had done and simplified that system. So it's another theme and a reminder in my background to what we try to do at Innovate. Why should things be complicated? And there's no doubt that things are complicated out there, but the energy here, I call Innovate Newport one-stop shopping for opportunity and talent. And you know this, you have the coffee shop here. You're sitting at your place and someone may be having a coffee. You're in conversation. You're learning about their business. Um, you may learn that you both have the same need for something, like signs for, to show simple merchant yeah. coffee. Well, you talk to someone who's having a coffee, maybe an Isabel Marsh, who we love, promotes all of our marketing for us. Um, awesome. So in just a conversation with her, you learn that she knows the best person on island to support. And um, she says, oh, by the way, I'm doing my signs and Todd needs to do his for Innovate. And collectively, we do a common theme together. We save costs because we're doing them together. One of the cool things I've learned from you is how you're able to, you let people kind of roll with what they're doing. Like yes. you let you let the birds fly a little bit. Like sure, no, uh, I appreciate you saying you that. You have kind um, of like a you're the you're the uh, the puppeteer, but you have kind of a loose grip on everything. You kind of let everyone. Kind well, of... and it's funny because you and your uh, wife and I were talking about this. She said, you know, listen, why don't you stress um, when you're running around like chicken with head cut off? Um, two reasons for that. One is I was raised by two awesome parents, uh, 
Carol and Bob Lachance, or as I call hashtag CarBob, um, raised me in Newport. Uh, I'm remiss to say they recently, uh, while COVID was going on, after 70 years in Newport, uh, moved, sold their home, but I'm happy for them, and did what most of us think here, retired to Naples, Florida, which has more New Englanders there than it does Floridians. Um, But they made me who I am. And I grew up with a family that we always, as good or bad as it was, my mom always had the saying when we were kids and you were complaining you couldn't get the toy at Walmart or whatever, that (laughs) life's not fair. So I I use that and I channel it. Um, But my father would sit at the the other end of the table and make a joke about it. And so we have, I've been very fortunate um, to be laid back, I say. I always say if I wasn't so laid back and my parents made me that way, um, I'd be dead. (laughs) And I don't sugarcoat that. Um, But uh, they made me who I am today, and uh, they've taught me. I always say my mom taught me the to-do list, so she would always write things down, and I would tell Captain Murphy or so, as busy as you are, and why I don't stress is you have to take a step back and say you can't do everything. But I'd always say, sir, I'll write it down. I don't know if I'll get to it, but it'll be on my to-do list. Can you tell us about the um, what you were telling me and Jade? Uh, the calm approach. Yeah. Yeah, I will get into that. So just to finish on the um, – so one component came from my parents and what they taught me. The second came by experience out in the field. And I will share this with you for those who stress – Ten years ago, I used to stress like crazy because I was right where I'm at with Innovate in that I was trying to build this everything and anything place because every day is so exciting here. You learn of all these things. Um, you can't get it all done, and you can't lose sleep over it. So while I had this laid-back personality, I was also not realizing that internally I was stressing because I knew realistically – The captain and admiral, their job is to push the orders down the chain of command. And I was next in line, so they put it on me. But much like I'm here at Innovate, and I know people like the tenants here, um, you know, I talk with Drew Carey about this a lot with Inspire Environmental. I talk with uh, Peter Motor uh, with VizSafe. Um, One of my many responsibilities, my larger stakeholder audience is They pay rent here, sustainable revenue in a year plus lease, and I need to meet their needs. And, um, you know, they throw some things at that would be simple to get done if my only job was to manage the building. But I have all these other things. So bottom line is, first years with Sea Warrior program, I learned that I couldn't get it all done myself, but yet I was internalizing and trying it. I was stressed. Uh, people, if you've ever heard of shingles, which is a um, infection you can get that anyone can get who's had chicken pox, uh, it's a, basically a nasty rash like chicken pox was that you can get as an adult um, that is all driven off stress. So I'll never forget I had a show stop moment where we would travel to all these commands throughout the year and... I was the operations guy, so myself and this guy, Jeff Bull, by the way, you have call sign names um, with the Navy, and so shouldn't us as uh, contractors and <laughs> civilians. So Jeff out of Orlando was real tall and thin, and I was uh, 
short, stocky toddy, we were uh, known as Bert and Ernie. <laughs> so <laughs> every day we'd have a daily call. Bottom line is anytime we went somewhere, Jeff and I were at the helm to organize. If we're going to be in New Orleans for a week with our stakeholders or San Diego or Millington, how do we maximize the week? We'd have these all-day meetings. Jeff and I would be the ones there two hours early and two hours late. But I got to Millington, Tennessee, and we flew into Memphis. And I remember being excited. Uh, my mom's a huge Elvis fan. I grew up with her, like, just obnoxiously <laughs> embracing Elvis. It's um, the one thing with her moving to Florida that I'm not, <laughs> not going to miss because, uh, you know, there's only so much Elvis you can take. But I went down there to – I flew in on a Monday. Operations team, Bert and Ernie, always got there Monday. Meetings would start Tuesday, so we get ahead of things. I had a fried pickle in a local place down there. Puked it up, much like <laughs> I'm going to be puking fungine all this month. Thought it was the pickle, because anyone who knows me, I've been historically a picky eater. Um, I'm getting better at it. Buddy's actually been really good to just shove food in my face and tell me about it later. So I've even tried five or ten new things this week. But um, I, the, the Navy paid for me that week. Um, all you taxpayers out there, this stuff can happen. You paid for me to fly in, go to lunch, and I spent the entire week in the Marriott Residence Inn Hotel in downtown Memphis wrapped around a toilet bowl <laughs> and spent more money than uh, you had allocated to me for medicine. Um, by the end of the week, the shingles had formed. We realized what it was. And, uh, you know, you lead by example. I was mentored amongst many people in my life by Admiral Smith and Cap Murphy. When Admiral heard about it, and he was over in Japan at the time because we had a presence over there, he video teleconferenced me and he said, look me dead in the face as much as I love you and I need you every day. Your health is first priority. And he said, two weeks off. I'm sending you on a flight back to Newport. I want you to take a step back, realize you can't do it all. It takes a village to do it. Um, embrace what you can do and uh, the rest will happen as it does. So long story short, because most of Todd's stories are long, and that's why uh, I love Which doing is podcasts, awesome. um, is that I can't accomplish everything in a day. So Drew will tell you, um, you know, as a project manager, I tell you we organize everything. Uh, the quick, I always say, you learn in project management, there's four phases to building a team, and the team is two or more people. So... The team that we're building is me coming in as the new manager of the place and everyone who's already here, we're forming our relationship. And the best way I can say it, it's like back to the to-do list. I can't promise you I've done it, but I can tell you I've captured it and it's in the hopper to be done. And with my project management skills, my background, with the leadership of Joe and Aaron, who again are brainiacs. Joe who? Joe Nicholson, our city manager, who uh, not only prior to this year has done a phenomenal job. I've how long has he been? I've kind of sh shadowed him over the years. I'm not sure, but it's been a long time. I've shadowed him, and I learned just all of the facets to his job. 
but in particular with COVID, he not only takes time out of his day that was already chock-a-block full, but he goes out to the community uh, to talk to them about it, to understand their needs. And I remember in the early weeks walking by him to go to lunch and uh, having my mask not over my nose and him stopping me and fixing it. Um, <laughs> that's how I met him. I mean, and uh, I talk I lead him. by example. Joe was willing to take one for the team, and he thought none of us all knew what COVID was, so he jumped out there and he found a way to get it. <laughs> and he, uh, it was humbling for him. It was an experience um, I love that he shared with Newport this week because in his humble response he said, here was an example where Joe was doing everything right, leading, wearing the mask, City Hall closed down, so minimizing the exposure, and it still got him. So he not only highlighted that, but as a gentleman who's um, in his uh, late 40s or early 50s, maybe a little older, but uh, he's still my boss, um, he acknowledged that the, the pain and suffering he went through, he could appreciate how the older generation um, really has to take it seriously. So yeah. I relate it to it's tough when I go by my parents' house. So, you know, younger people, millennials, some of them are like, oh, I don't need to wear the mask. It gets back to you're part of a bigger community. So at Innovate, we're a bigger community. And when we opened the doors back up, I struggled with knowing I had 50% of my audience believing in the mask and what it does, and I had 50 who didn't. And I remember in July going to a board of directors meeting, which I go to bi-monthly, and explaining to them how great the revenue numbers looked for July, really like we're getting back to it. Well, the next day, I sent out a stakeholder letter to 150 people explaining the COVID procedures. You know, you have to wear a mask. You, uh, oh, that's all right. buddy's calling me here. <laughs> oh. Buddy's pants don't have pockets here, so, uh... <laughs> oh, I'll call him back, but this is one of many who support the Innovate Newport community, my electrician, Christopher Lynch. Oh, nice. Yeah, Lynch Electric, and uh, he's already done a great job to step in um, after... I don't even remember who did the original work, but they were off-island people that... Uh, so you, this is the Lynch family? Yes, exactly. So they do, the they lawyers... They construction on town and stuff. Yeah, uh, they do like a I've little bit Lynch of everything. Um, most people in the Innovate world know either his brother Jay as a lawyer, um, but his brother-in-law is Joe Pratt, who uh, runs... Not only runs, but leads by example uh, the Boys and Girls Club of Newport. Oh, cool. And uh, Joe and I have known each other. We're both members of the Hibernian Hall, another oh, nice. great okay. organization I'm part of. Um, and uh, we grew, uh, we live down the street from each other in my parents' neighborhood, and we see each other all the time. But, uh, anyways, you know, always busy. Um, Jordan will tell you just the fact that one phone. Oh, what are you for? That uh, one phone, I'm going to go with this, has, um, people will learn, I, uh, I I sip a nip here and there when I'm done after hours here nice. with Jordan. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> basically, uh, um, Chris has come on board to, to help us uh, with that. And um, But it's, it's funny because you're used to seeing both phones in my hand and both ringing, so... 
Um, it's nice to uh, get some downtime. It's a busy here. gig you got, man. It is. Dude, and, I really uh, appreciate you sitting down with us and no, and honestly, stuff. Um, you know, you know that uh, what I love about your coffee shop beyond the new community it's bringing in here, but um, it's a little getaway for me. Joe will even tell you, and uh, he's going to be pissed I'm telling people this, but when Joe needs a little getaway because he gets the fire hose at him all day, he comes down, supports you as a local business, and um, gets a little breathing time. Yeah, it's awesome. I'll be honest, for me, it's an added benefit indirectly because Joe is so busy. To tell you how busy he is, and by the way, everything I'm telling you about Joe is the same for Aaron at the chamber level. So... I'm not only fortunate to get both of their brains because they're engrossed in these larger communities of people around here, but they're my eyes and ears there. And um, when I do get the time with them, so I start the job in February, I was meeting with them daily. March comes around, went down to weekly. I kid you not, I talked to Joe Three times between March and July, literally. <laughs> he, I was left to hold down the fort because he entrusted me with that and his staff. But he was so busy, those three communications were a text at 10.30 at night on a Thursday. And it would start with, thanks for holding down the fort. I'm trying to get to you. I'm dealing with COVID. The second one was a Sunday afternoon where he just took the time to talk to me in person. But I bring it up because... No, he gets stuff done. Joe, he has a reputation for, are, it, for being on top of it. We're selected as leaders. We need to trust them. But when they're not accomplishing what you think, there's always a reason for it. And it, and it holds true for me. So I go home at night, and I accomplish three or four things. But I don't embrace that. I embrace the five things I didn't get done and the six I need to do the next day. So One thing I'm learning from you is how you're good at keeping a task – in mind, yep. And when there's a clutter of things that need to get done, yeah, you say, you "All right, yourself out. yeah, yeah." Here, and you, you know can... what? This is a perfect segment into the calm approach. Oh, so yeah. this is something that uh, uh, Jordan and his wife and I were talking about when I, one of many times I come down here like Joe does to just breathe and not stress about getting everything else in the building set up. So. Um, when I worked I, in New York, I was fortunate to get my undergrad degree, interned for a bond insurance company called MBIA. They hired me full-time and then paid because they had a lot of money for 80% of my master's. So it was great because you learn with education as you get older, it's harder to focus on it. You know, here we're learning with our kids, there's new ways to do math. But, um, but you lose momentum. So I got my master's, and I truly appreciated that I wouldn't have done it without their funding. So after New York, I come home for a few years because you got to always come back over the, uh, the bridge um, and spend time here. When I was ready to head off and learn a little more going down to D.C., I thought I was in my late 20s, and I said, I only have so much more energy to put towards school. So I wanted to get my PhD. And uh, the Navy had a program that would fund it. So I did about 60% complete. 
And what's frustrating is, and this is an example when you hear my approach here. So you, um, have, you have a master's degree and 60% of a PhD? Yes. Wow. Now, the PhD I had to let go of because it was in these years. So I told you I started as number seven on the team that grew to 700 as the operations chief of staff for them. Over seven years, I, had, I grew a 10-person team that reported directly to me to support the other 700. Because over time, I was running operations, which is events and scheduling and stuff. I was running human resources. So all these commands were taking over. We were taking on military people who had their own unique human resource needs. Civilians as well did it differently. Um, strategic planning. So, you know, short-term and long-term goals. Here, I have tactical things that I just need to get done. Like, we will appreciate getting the light sensors to not go off every five minutes when you're a hardworking guy who's staying here till 10 at night. You don't need the lights to shut off on you. Um, two strategic things, like you'll see start to roll out in the coming years. In particular, starting with this month, you're going to see a wave of new projects that I've had in development that I'm now starting to put concrete executable plans together to do and I'll just highlight a few of them uh, community garden so oh, sick while we were struggling with the immediate shutdown of a, lo a lot of our businesses and our space here um, gets back to the innovate in our name uh, tapping into my larger brain trust Joe Aaron the board of directors we said how can we leverage that big room the gym now our dedicated desk room how can we purpose that in a way that um supports the community does it safely and um also generates some revenue to help us pay our bills because you know our we're in the throes of becoming a nonprofit because that's the right business oh, right. model yep, that yep. makes sense nice. it's um the right way to go about funding the remaining efforts that need it, to go on here to leave a legacy a building that uh serves a purpose when when we grow into bigger and better things with the north end you told me it it could have and probably should have been a nonprofit from the start but correct so now it's hard to you know um i always say innovate newport is unique from the other co-working spaces in a couple ways one is i say we're a stepchild to the other bigger brands so we work uh in the new england area it's cambridge innovation center so these are corporations entrepreneurs who funded and own the profits to but also had the money to fund this stuff at innovate we're trying to repurpose an existing uh repurpose the use of an existing school building which we did a phenomenal job doing but we could only fund so much. So it gets back to the art here. When I showed up, I call it the, red, the big red chair effect. And you know, uh, Buddy spent his whole first day bouncing around <laughs> the red chairs around the building. But uh, we have these really cool, um, I'm, I, I, I refuse to go back to the bills to see what they cost. Um, but they say some things are priceless. They really set a tone to the room. But um, I call it the, the big red chair effect. So the first week, you know, everyone just comes in for a visit. 
after my first week, I'm like, what's there other than these chairs? Um, the walls weren't complete because we had a budget. We had to be responsible to the Van Buren Trust. You know, they do great things for this island. And when you're fortunate to be a recipient of it, you need to spend their dollars wisely. So I love that I was handed... Um, I joke that Joe, one of his many responsibilities is birthing buildings and then finding foster parents for him. So I pinch myself every day to know this job was not only an evolution of everything that I've learned and, and trained to do, but um, that most people, especially here at Innovate, come in with just the idea and then have to do the heavy lifting. I won't lie, I tell you every day, there's still a lot of heavy lifting, but I was handed this beautiful baby, Innovate Newport. The building's amazing. Um, I'm fostering it and making it what it is, but, you know, I'm so excited about all the things I want to do, but I need to, uh, Cap Murphy would always say, appreciate the small victories. Yeah. I have to realize, like, hey, today we're sitting here, you and I talking, podcasts. So podcasts are these... I bought this equipment. Yeah, so this audio equipment's Innovate Newport's audio equipment. Yes. And, and we have our awesome producer, Nick. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nick here today. Another the person video. I'm meeting for the first time, but uh, Jordan has introduced me oh, to. I can't believe you don't know Nick yet. Nick's um, here and, and yeah, so My Nick homie. brings a, a capability to the table. The word capability, Captain Murphy inundated in my head, but um, you think of all the capabilities we collectively bring here. So... The coffee guy, the video guy, yeah, the, so uh, the manager. Something um, that WeWork's never going to do. WeWork's never going to... Well, all right, I'm not, not to talk bad about sure. WeWork. I don't know WeWork personally. Well, absolutely, Something but... Something a small their, community... Uh, their parameters for their business model is different than ours. They have different goals. They're collectively building a brand across the globe. Yeah. What we're trying to do, a community in space. a way only Newport and the Newport community does is take something as a group, look at it, and see how can we, instead of tear down this building, how can we embrace the history, um, Newport, um, and the folks who run it, uh, puke, um, I would say, uh, historical requirements here, the Historic District Commission. You want to get something done on certain buildings, you can't. So bottom line is we have different parameters for how we're running Innovate. All we're trying to do is repurpose a building, give it so many more years of life, provide a, uh, a uh, I guess, a, a collaborative environment, a place to show up to if you're a business, a small business, just that entrepreneur who has an idea. If you're a food truck if you're a at food Parati truck, Park. So the concept behind Innovate is that, you know, it takes a village that if you have 20 individuals on this island who are all doing similar businesses and trying to establish businesses, you know, there's a process you follow and we have resources here to tell you how to do that. But it takes a lot for an individual to get from idea to execution and successful execution. Yeah. Um, so what Innovate does is it's costly to do that as well. 
So as a project manager, you're always looking at costs and schedule. How can we streamline some of these things for these businesses? Because you're motivated right out of the gate when you hear the idea, but you can't, um, as the individual, get there as fast as you want to, much like I can't do with this place. So Innovate offers resources collectively to help offset those expenses. Printer, Wi-Fi. I mean, some people have a business. You, for yeah, example, it's been huge, man. you came from being on a bike at Parati Park. You can't set up a, a, a Wi-Fi and be posting things on Facebook to get a bigger audience. So one of the things I want to talk to you about is how I ended up here. Yeah, sure. So, so why don't you tell your story as one of uh, many examples. Um, and a reminder, you know, we started as targeting a business audience but we're now embracing the larger community. And you are a business owner yourself. Um, locals will say we have blue collar and white collar. They all have common themes and goals. And um, they all grew up in the same place and wave to each other out on the street. So why can't we put them all meshed into one room together? And you tell me what that's meant for you and well, how you've... That's something that's pretty amazing about you. So you get a phone call from me... Hey, I got a coffee tricycle. I'm talking to Joe. He said maybe I could sell coffee inside Innovate Newport. Yes. What do you think? What do you think about that? Um, it was funny. <laughs> I just knew Joe was sending a guy my way. Um, I didn't know what to expect. Um, and I'll reiterate what I said earlier. And Joe said this in a board meeting, and he's right. So a reminder that both... Jordan's shop and Mia's efforts bringing oh, Tracy in. Um, <laughs> buddy. Um, hold on, buddy. Todd will get this. <laughs> I got it. All right, for um, anyone who's just listening, Todd just looked fireball off way, my I'm awesome off, table. I'm off the shop. clock. I put, uh, <laughs> so today's what, Tuesday? I put my 40 hours in between. Uh, oh, yeah, you can drink it too if you yeah, want. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> And again, Buddy's riding the bike home. I'm just on the back. But uh, no, uh, between the two of the art community and you, I remember your first week, neighbors um, on this part of Broadway. So for those who may not know yet, we are at the top of Broadway, uh, closest to Domino's, which um, we're going to have to find a way to relocate them because I've eaten more pizza from Domino's. Um, <laughs> But uh, now we also we're have a mono pizza outside now too. Well, yes. So this is a perfect example. What started as me eating Domino's four days a week, in the two or three now three months that we, in parallel efforts, brought Jordan in and the art community, we now have um, Scratch Kitchen. So Steph and her awesome crew down at uh, um, Scratch Kitchen on Broadway, you know Jordan took his bike, just bicycle outside, which by the way, back to what I was saying, neighbors just saw him out on there. His bike is really cool and unique. People stopped and they had no idea this brick building was even open until Jordan was there. <laughs> so Jordan comes in think, the door. And I think there's a lot of people out there who still saying, so Innovate Newport, okay, community sure. space, okay, co-working space, sure. so. You don't know until Innovate you come Newport? embrace the space and see it. Yeah, so and, I'm excited um, for people to hear you to tell that us. To that point, just a, a point about COVID, started the job in February, 
was moving towards these phases of storming, norming, or sorry, storming, forming, norming, and performing. So right. the way a team gets from A to Z. Yeah, this is really cool. Yeah, so while I was in the first month or two, you call it storming. So it's not that you're having bitter conversations. It's that the existing community is just starting to embrace me. And they don't know how I do things. So I come in with a project management background. So in my head, I took the job in February. And by the way, you can never articulate how long each of those phases is because it's different for every team. But the important thing is to pull yourself out, know the bigger picture, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so we started, my thought was, all right, I'll be storming through the months of February and March, just tripping over ideas yeah. and people and knowing how they work and not. April will come around, I'll push through all that, and then I'll start to form ideas, working with the community and everything. Um, April and May, because of everyone getting used to it, we're like forming these ideas. Yeah, this sounds cool, whatever. Then we start rolling it out in a formal procedural way. So whether it's, you know, educating people on how we're going to run the office or whatever, that's called norming. So you're taking, you, you acknowledge you're bumping heads all along here. So, and just to hit a, high, a note on this, I know this because I love project management. Every project, I've done projects on construction companies. Um, where I was part of a team that helped put the Audrain Automobile Museum together. 16 of us put all the steel in that. Oh, really? um, and I was a project manager. Anyone who meets me in person will realize I wasn't the one carrying the steel. <laughs> um, but bottom line, there's a cost, a schedule. And for me, there's planning. And so I think in the storming phase here, some of the stakeholders were throwing tasks at me that I didn't get done right away. And I think they looked at it as I wasn't treating them as a priority. Well, the reality is I was losing sleep every night. I didn't get all the, the stakeholders done. I still to this day come in some days and can't give all the stakeholders I want the time they need, but know and trust with my background, who I've been mentored by, and how much I love this place and my vision for it over the next 20 years to life, whatever my sentence is from Joe that I'm happy to take. Um, I am aware, it goes back to my mom taught me the to-do list. As I told Cap Murphy, I'll capture it on paper. And I will rewrite that to-do list on bigger paper and bigger paper, but it will follow me all along the way. And all I can do until we can afford the resources that we will eventually, when we become officially nonprofit through the IRS, um, you'll see these things happening like left and right. But learning from what I did working for the Navy, I can't stress about it. I, there's no need for my health to go down over it. It's a good lesson learned because I do, I do not stress about it. I learned out of that experience, you can't stress about things that haven't happened yet. You can plan for them, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst that it may, but you can't the day before lose sleep over it. And the other is you can't stress about things you can't control. And so there are times 
where I'm immediately like, I did eight great things today and one I didn't do and I just get so mad and I just yeah. want to, um, I just have to accept the eight small victories, as Cap Murphy would say, that I um, was able to accomplish. So I, you know, um, had a couple tenants and I still struggle. So when you go through these four phases, they overlap. So I kind of look at myself heading into norming right now, which before COVID, I intended it to be June when that happens, <laughs> is to, um, but I'm still storming. It's going to happen. There are always, there's no finite line. But this is perfect segue into the calm approach. So people will learn I'm all over the map. I grew up um, thinking a lot and talking a lot. And uh, what I joke about with the podcast is, to all my friends who are listening or will be, the beauty of the podcast is those who know me best have heard all this. You can mute me at any time. <laughs> but for those who haven't, you have the opportunity to listen. Um, so uh, segues perfect into the calm approach. So I'm getting my PhD. As part of that, you have to basically write a book as your thesis. So you have to come up with a concept. And so I started thinking... How can I take everything I've learned and um, share it with generations to come? And I think about the people I could name amongst hundreds of people you run into over your life. A good handful of 10 between New York, D.C., whether it was sports growing up, who mentored me like crazy and made me who I am. And I was thinking, how can I give back in that respect? How can I pay that forward? So project manager planning all the time. When I'd have downtime, I'd think of what have they taught me collectively, whether it was my first boss, John Calveo, in New York. So when I started for this bond insurance company, I went from the internship to bringing record files around the office to this company of 300. I literally was the mailman. And as I'm delivering mail... I would start to get to know people. It's just my personality. I meet John. John graduated from Manhattanville and was establishing for the records department. So historically, we had, before internet and everything, we had just files and files and files. So everyone sees them around town. Iron Mountain is this company that builds warehouses to just store files. Wow. When I'm walking around talking to John every day, I learn he is building this barcode system. And these files are spread out in these huge warehouses. These are bond insurance records, city deeds, things like the bonds that we're, we just approved to go after for building Rogers. The company I worked for was the insurer behind those bonds. So they say, the city of Newport's gonna take out these bonds and um, the, MBIA insurance company evaluates city of Newport's ability over time to pay those back. So how cool this is all coming to me in like real time yeah, as funny. evolution. Um, so bottom line, we have all these records. John comes in a uh, year or two graduated before me. I hadn't learned, but I'm learning under him. He creates barcodes to put on every file. So we had, 250,000 plus records at this place, but you didn't know where to go to get them other than sheets of paper that said it. 
now we could go into a system and pull up if we were to type in if we were looking at evaluating city of newport and their ability to pay back these bonds we would want to know their history on any other bonds that they picked up historically you would have to send the records personnel to a warehouse they'd probably spend four weeks digging out their files barcode system pulls up city of newport and everything <laughs> so i was learning embracing these things as i was going through my job they embraced me was teaching me i started in records department then um they gave me a project to manage some of their data and they had data that was tracked as contacts so we deal with city of newport there's a record for city of newport joe nicholson's the point of contact um so we were using that data to track and reach out to people woman comes on realizes if this insurance company is taking on all these risks <clears throat> wouldn't it be great to have a system that aggregates the risk so we know from or what name ruth whaley great lady i learned from so many awesome people um she was from uh uh, sh uh london and uh, i always loved her accent much like we do uh anyone's irish uh Beth that you worked with down at uh <laughs> so anyways um I not only started learning technology by helping with the barcode system and I would volunteer my time on the weekends I'm 20 years old I'm excited they're paying me well um the bonuses I got there my god if I uh, had them today the we'd have uh the north end would have been funded and uh, operated <laughs> by me um <laughs> before we even came here but anyways um <clears throat> so to take learn technology learn this cool system john embraced me as someone young whose raw energy <clears throat> and capability he can mentor to give him opportunity in other parts of the it department so as we're getting the records system set up we learn the data we have in there ruth whaley hears about it and says when she takes the job, she says, I want to know at any point in time, if I get a phone call, say the city of Newport blew up. Say, so say we built Rogers, say it took six weeks to build. Um, and then, so we do it by mid-January. February comes around and um, the city of Newport is blown off the face of the map, whatever, right? Ruth Whaley would want to in one second log into a system and say how much money did we ensure that we just lost and in when this was process? this what year is this these were my early 20s so i was learning much like james for example so i have amongst many people who uh um make this place as special as it is but channel their energy into it when i came in the door um i had several people working for me one of which is james comiford yeah he's james, an awesome kid a transplant, as I said earlier, so someone who Where, uh, grew up from? in Virginia, oh, okay. and um, but came to Salve, uh, like everyone else, fell in love with Newport, got an internship, much like I did, working at Innovate Newport. So when I came in in February, he was already a year into the job. It was awesome because he was able to fill me in on a lot of the background and, and history, but um, I saw him as hungry 
just graduated guy who I wanted to provide an opportunity for um, and reward him for anyone who knows James, he kills it. He dives into any project for you. He's the guy who's changing light bulbs up on a 12-foot yeah. ladder yeah. to um, uh, posting things on social media to uh, managing the stakeholders when I'm trying to hide in my office and <laughs> type up strategic plans. Um, James has been working for me, but uh, as times have been a little challenging financially for us to survive COVID because we, again, have these loans we got to pay off, we don't discourage our members from safely working from home and not paying for us, but we'd be lying if we didn't say we need the money. So, James, I wanted to hold on to, and I said, take the leap of faith, stick with me. Someone in this community will fund your operation until I can. So, I got Joe and Aaron to agree that we'll pay for 10 or 20 hours of his a week. But to fill up the others, uh, Peter Motor with VizSafe upstairs, one of our anchor tenants, uh, and, and a quick example of how awesome the energy, the opportunities, and the talent are in this building. Um, so I mentioned earlier that we used <coughs> repurpose the gym to be uh, the emergency operations center for the city. So here we were first worried the gym wasn't going to be used because it couldn't be safely <coughs> to filling it up with professionals in the fields, cops and, uh, and fire department personnel to manage and in one big room, which they haven't been able to do in the city historically, an operation center, emergency. How do we handle this COVID thing? Yep. And um, two things came out of that experience here. One is I was mentioning Peter. Peter was one of the only ones other than myself who was in this office. We talk about the building right, being right. closed down. We were here from day one through all of yeah, it. We yeah, talked. Yeah, people Peter like starts com conversing in the cafe with the um, fire chief, uh, Brian Dugan, and, um, and the police folks. So here, three, four months later, he's a technology firm that embraces uh, technology and how he can use it. Anyone who comes here, you'll see these boxes all over his office. Well, in talking with... Brian, and understanding the needs that the city, states, local level, um, he came up with a kiosk that you walk up to when yeah, you enter cool. any building, and it checks your. T it immediately tells you your temperature. Yeah, Nick told me it shows like a little silhouette of your face. You it walk does, up, yeah. it's in the fire departments, yes. right? Firehouses. Um, and he is selling these things like hotcakes. So yeah, cool. Not only is it cool to have done it under our roof, it reminds people of why this place was started, but it indirectly helped me out. I was able to reach out to one of the many stakeholders, Peter in our group, to fund work for James because I believe in James and I should be paying his salary, but I've got a lot of money to make to do that. I have to be practical and realistic. Yeah. So here he stepped in. Another time earlier in the summer, we were struggling to fund James and um, you, uh, I, I don't say this as a disclaimer to send these problems our way, but as a good community outreach effort, we were approached by uh, uh, Bill Parvo, who um, I've known Bill since, uh, Bill owns Parvo Paints. He owns uh, a number of uh, apartment buildings in town. Um, 
I owed him a favor because uh, he was fortunate to. Al- I was fortunate for him to allow me to take his daughter to homecoming <laughs> back in uh, junior year of high school. So Bill and I have known each other a lot. His kids and my brother and I played soccer together. When the news, the article came out in January about me becoming community manager, Bill knocked at the door and said, Todd, this is great. I don't know what Innovate is, but I need help. Um, I'm part of a, a group of volunteers who are Portuguese. Um, oh. Anyone who knows my Irish background, I uh, was a little weary to get involved, but uh, I said, uh, the Irish, you know, we'll just have a couple beers with them and I'm sure everything will be okay. But anyway, Bill needed help. They did this great thing, uh, Bob Silva, um, who's one of our community members. Locals funded a monument that's out around Brenton Point. Yeah, I saw it the other day. It's yeah. pretty cool. So it, um, it ties into our sister city relationships that the city has. Um, so bottom line is, Bill, this great community member, He's busy doing a million things. He forces into my schedule, how can we help make the website that exists to point people out to there? How do you get people there? They all drive by it. They don't know what it is. Bottom line is, I saw he had a need. It wasn't something we would normally do if COVID wasn't around, but I needed to be nimble, think of, um, and I felt it gets to my, I'm a big believer, and you're going to learn through Funshine uh, at a, um, a level of vomit coming out of like, you know, the dorm rooms of college when we all were there. Um, I have to embrace what I can and, and what's in front of me that day. So they had a need to have their website updated so that it was um, uh, capable to inform the community. James needed a job. I said they had funds. They just didn't have the knowledge to do the website. We put an estimate together. I said, I need to fund James for two months. Um, We figure it's going to need about uh, 30 hours to get the job done. They paid for that. Then I needed to get James, so they paid for 20 of his hours a week. I had to get the other 20 paid for. One of, um, and I won't get into all the boards because there's just so much to cover. Um, But one in particular member, um, and I'll highlight more and more as we continue this, is Molly McGee. And Molly, uh, a great lady who, uh, you know, will probably tell you a similar job like I had with the records department, but Molly put more years at Newick than most of us uh, um, will ever uh, get to do. And she now runs, um, she leads an organization called Cenedia, which is Southeastern New England Defense Industry Alliance. And I say that because I'm used to acronyms with the Navy, but it's a lot. Um, She is, bottom line, oversees an organization of 200 of the top defense companies that exist in New England. And when I went to a board meeting and told what I call the Brain Trust, Molly McGee and the others, um, I bring them my challenges, they find solutions. She said, Todd, I can fund, I said, I need bodies in here. I need interns. So she said, I can, through my program, throw 80 hours at you through a program I do through the state of Rhode Island and dedicate them to your efforts. So she paid for James 80 hours over the summer. Bill and them paid for 30 hours. 
By the time their hours were done, I had generated enough revenue, slowly getting back on the horse to justify back to innovate to pay for his. Nice. Yeah. So um, all said and done, I think, you know, I could talk obviously forever. Um, I think the summary, the ultimate takeaways are for those who haven't been in the space, um, it's again, much like Newport. When you come over that bridge for the first time, you either never go back over it again because you just decide to stay permanently or um, you come back early and often. And uh, I think you'll find the same with Innovate. So I encourage you to reach out. Um, best way is uh, I could give you my numbers in that, but why don't you start embracing the effort we are finally making and why don't you go to Facebook and get our contact info off there. Nice. And while you're there, um, you'll not only see some of the great stuff we're doing, but um, add a little humor in your day, at least in December, uh, but it'll probably become a fixture here. You'll see Buddy just making best use of the space <laughs> as he uh, bounces around. Um, but the other takeaways are still so much opportunity to use the space in different ways. Um, and also that it's not going to happen overnight, but what a trend we're on. You know, every business is peaks and valleys. And um, I didn't even know we were in a valley till I see, you know, it's kind of that roller coaster ride where you go up, 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 and you're still going. Like, we're still rising. There's still so many great things we can do. Um, I get back to appreciate the small victories. We can't... Um, you know, I know tenant A wants me to get their priority list done first. Tenant B has that same list. And I walk in Monday with those 10 sheets of paper that say them all, but I got to scan them and say what's practical to get through the day. I've got to manage the day-to-day -day operations, the facilities. You know, we always joke, Joe and Aaron and I, that anything that comes in my world for a day, I may be jumping down the rabbit hole. Um, and... Uh, Facilities is a perfect example where I may have come in in the morning and said, Jordan, we're going to get this done by five. Hold me to it. Well, you know, a fire happens or um, <laughs> lights go out in a room where yeah, the people power are having up. a big meeting. And um, they're showstoppers sometimes. So, you know, if I wasn't so well-trained and experienced and suffered as much as I did, um, learning in the early years with Sea Warrior, um, then that would already have me out the door here. But I, I've learned from it. And it gets another theme from here. You can't change yesterday. Um, embrace today and make tomorrow better. And uh, I think the lesson I've learned and to look back at some of those what I call pain points that I suffered if my legacy is ensuring no one else duplicates that, then I've not only made myself feel good, but I've saved countless hours because I'm working, I'm part of a bigger community. So we talked printers. Everything about this place is working more efficiently, effectively, um, recognizing that you can't be an expert in everything and to not, and to embrace that. So you asked me as the coffee owner a lot of questions about business and you feel bad that you're bothering me. I feel <laughs> great that I'm leveraging my knowledge to 
teach you. Dude, I'm so excited. You taught me who knew that you could make a ginger ale. You know, Jordan was trying (laughs) in my first week to get me to try the coffee. And uh, I joke with all my friends, it's the only bad habit I don't have. um, Yeah. Yet. But um, like all entrepreneurs, Jordan, over three or four days, persistent, just wouldn't let it go. (laughs) I said, all right, all right, let me look at stuff here. And Jordan, who uh, reminds me, and I, uh, I will, I'm now using the term because it's um, well warranted, uh, not only for your efforts, but for your passion for this. But he is a true, what they call, barista. <laughs> and much like a sommelier in wine, you know, sommeliers go to school to study this stuff. Jordan lives and breathes these things. So when you come to his shop, He's not just spitting you out a, a thing of coffee. Um, you may have to wait a couple minutes for it, but it's because he's putting so much uh, TLC. Um, I can bear it to uh, good friends with the Napolitanos, and it's like when they have you over for an uh, Italian meal, um, you may get frustrated that you got there at 6 and you're not eating till 8, but it's because... <laughs> They spent two well, hours uh, making the, the meatballs <laughs> and tossing the pizza. In the, shop, in the shop, I do have, so I have filter coffee. Yeah. And filter coffee is three bucks. It's immediate. It's uh, from my batch brewer. It's delicious. I have the Rocketeer blend every day available. So in my shop, I try and have something fast and, and things that take a little more time. Mm-hmm. I want to have... Meet your needs wherever they are. Yeah. You got to get to work. Filter coffee takes five seconds. It's three bucks. Well, and a a bigger level. Start working on a Just to remind um, everyone. So historically, you'll recall up in our original cafe, because I love to brag that in short order, I now have two cafes in the building. We offer Empire Tea and Coffee. And the model was at the time that if we're getting businesses in here, we have to offer services that um, entice them to be here. So when Joe tripped over Jordan this summer at Parati Park, saw a hardworking kid and saw another part of our space that could be used, two of us sat down and we said, why can't we have two places? And it's truly an example of how everyone can embrace the space in a different way. It's a community space. Communities have more than one coffee shop. In the same day, People are drinking the coffee upstairs that we're providing for free, but you learn, I've learned as an outsider of the coffee world, Jordan has no shy um, line of people because of the way he makes his coffee. So we're able to still support Empire Tea and Coffee in one part of our building. And with them, Innovate just buys the big bags uh, Empire Tea and Coffee provided us the big urns to so, use. So you're talking about coffee that people can make as tenants while they're working upstairs. They're free, but we I, have in the I building the Empire's first to coffee say, upstairs. Every tenant at, in their morning makes a point to walk down to Jordan and, and pay for one. Guys coffee. come down to the shop too. So yeah, which it's is a perfect I'm example as I'm thinking for. out loud. So you know, to be entrepreneurs, you're drinking coffee all day. So. You support Jordan in the morning, but if you're still drinking it in the afternoon, I mean, we yeah, all know businesses are expensive awesome. to run. As much as we love Jordan's coffee, we can't pay for it all the time when it's offered free here. So mornings with Jordan, afternoons for free, 
Empire Tea and Coffee, who was here from the beginning, warrants that so, level. And, and, and it has no impact on you because Jordan is the first one to bring into our space the right, public. So, yeah, so one of, the things, one of the things about the shop that's pretty cool is um, that I think is it, you know, as much as Innovate offers to the shop, I feel like the shop offers to Innovate in the way that a lot of people from the neighborhood are embracing the space. Yes. Hashtag embrace the space. Yes. Yeah. They're coming in the front door. And so people from in the building are coming to the shop too. Exactly. So if you come into the shop, you're going to meet people from in the building, but you're going to meet people in the neighborhood. You're going to meet some of the awesome people that I've met that I look forward to having on this, on this podcast. Um, well, so Jordan, I'm going to just, uh, as it's my project manager hat on, it's 620. We started at 430. I could oh, talk forever. I'm gonna button up. For a show. Well, I'm gonna button up in a couple minutes here. Some takeaways here. So, um, one thing I want to highlight is that uh, I first of all want to thank you to be the inaugural first person to leverage this equipment because you heard me come in every day. I'm doing my podcast. I'm doing my podcast, and then at like. Six at night, I'm just tired and I'm delirious and I'm being wheeled out of here. But you still saw a passion for it. And you not only, as you saw me busy putting other fires out, you just dove in and said, I'm going to use it too. And here where I didn't have the time to plan my first one, you, uh, much like this place works every day, one person does this, one does that. We meet in the middle and we go out. So, um Thank you for embracing the space here um, and being comfortable here to leverage the other parts and resources here that you wouldn't have done at Parati Park. I'll be honest, you could have tried to do a podcast down there, but I don't know <laughs> where you would have plugged into. Um, I don't know how many people would have been listening. Um, yeah, this audio equipment is the perfect example of how Innovate Newport is like Jeff calls it a playground. Yes. So you have a small business, you need somewhere to work, you want to come down, you come here. There's resources that you don't even know about that Innovate exactly. doesn't even know about. Exactly. So, so to hit on Jeff real quick, so Jeff was brought in to Innovate. Great dude. Hope to have him on the show. Uh, Jeff soon. is uh, Jeff St. Onge, who was a graduate of Salve from New Hampshire, who after, like everyone else, decides to stick around. Um, when I first moved back from the Pentagon, I was looking for that ideal job. And my friends will tell you, I've been saying it since February, it took seven years of pain just kind of run, doing work around here to get to what I wanted. This is the job I wanted from then. It's the job that um, uh, Joe's a big enough guy where if that day comes, he could pull me out of the building, but it's going to be with my claws up um, because I just love everything about it. And uh, I talk so much about plans that literally will take 20 years to do. Um, but uh, so prior to this, I, I started a concierge business part-time. My grandmother, 45 years, Eileen Heffernan Connell, was a, a cocktail waitress at Bailey's Beach. Bailey's Beach audience, these people come here seasonally in the winter, they head off to West Palm Beach, whatever. They loved my grandmother. They loved her grandkids, her kids. So generations of us have embraced their community to drive people to the airport, 
uh, to Boston. Uh, my brother will drive cars at the beginning and end of the season to Florida or Chicago. And that was your <laughs> business parents, you had as well, right? Yeah, my parents, so bartend parties. So extra revenue generators. <clears throat> so I formalized that a little bit as a... I didn't do it at an aggressive rate. I just wanted some extra revenue coming in as I was getting my ideas down. Uh, it was simply Eileen, your Newport concierge. Bottom line is I met Jeff trying to get that business off the ground. Cool. And we tripped over each other at Empire Tea and Coffee, of all places. Funny. No relation to how this started here. Jeff and I would have conversations. We were on the same page on a lot of things. So Jeff helped me get my website up running for there. And as soon as I came into this place and I tell people, I'm here to deliver the mission Joe and Aaron set out before me, but I hijack it in a little bit by bringing the locals in. Um, Jeff and I understand each other and he brings a capability. It's not to say I couldn't quickly get smart and maybe over a year get to where Jeff is, but as a project manager, you learn you're not an expert in everything and you shouldn't be. I embrace that the collective team I have underneath me will get us to the finish line. Um, yeah, and so important. Jeff is one of many examples of people that need to come in. And um, by the way, Todd's save us. Uh, he is. And so uh, I think that's uh, Buddy outside uh, getting <laughs> the uh, bike warmed up. And uh, All right, For anyone who's just listening and has been listening this whole time yes. and so, not able to see, Todd listen. has an orange wig. And a full elf costume on. and <laughs> You'll see many uh, a picture on our Facebook page in the morning. Awesome. Um, bottom line, I could talk forever on this. I think this is a great start to your podcast. I'm glad and, people um, got to hear about Innovate Newport and hear like about you. What I'd like to do is, so I was oh, Aaron Donovan Boyle with The Chamber does a weekly broadcast on WADK. And since I've been here nine months... I'm fortunate that Aaron brings a lot of businesses on that weekly. I'm the filler when they need. Oh, cool. So I get periodic ones. And I love it because it happens every so often where I have some good news to deliver. Oh, that's cool. So I want to offer it to you as a pay it forward. Um, only do it when you need it because as much as I love to talk all day, I appreciate everyone doesn't Dude, need to hear it. I would but love to have you on as much as and possible. let's come up with That's awesome. So it's a perfect example. Aaron started this. I'm starting this. You took the bull by the horns and started it, made it easier for me to embrace, got me comfortable with my first podcast. And um, just know that myself or the village that's around me, under me, above me, everywhere, you need anything, you ask. And so, so you'd I love to be back on the... humbled and comfortable to ask because uh, yeah. as someone who's gotten to know Jordan in short order, he doesn't want to ask or bother anyone. And... Um, I love entrepreneurs, great ideas. They're hungry for stuff. They want to do it themselves. They want to minimize bugging people. Um, those are the people you want to bug you and you want to help. And so um, just know when you're asking a question of me while I'm running around the hallways busy, um, I'm learning a lot about you. And you've reminded me in a humble, subtle way that you're one of many who are going to over the years come through these doors that we need to make sure are not only comfortable to ask the questions, but when they come in on day one, they just walk in and they feel like this is a place I should be at. Um, 
and then leave with the takeaway that what you learned, you need to pay it forward to someone else. Um, yeah. It's like, I mean, it gives me chills. It's like, the, it's so rewarding to come into work every day. So, and uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. I mean, again, I could talk forever. So you're willing to come back and get Anytime you unacculturated want. on the unacculturated podcast? Absolutely, and Bring to that bush point, lights. Um, short and sweet of it, in uh, this month of Funshine, uh, you will see rolled out two podcast themes for me at Innovate. The first I am calling uh, uh, Pulse Check, and it's in essence talking about the uh, business side of things. So it's about me sharing. I got to how the in internet has so much information you can't track it all. We will be pulling information about co-working space, information that's relevant to the businesses that are here, and we will streamline it on a weekly basis in a short and sweet news you can use, if you will. Awesome. Cool. The second one, very timely with this whole month that I'm puking. Yes, I said puking funshine all <laughs> over the city. Um, I am calling the second one the Funshine Report, and that will be oh, a weekly awesome. podcast that focuses on the same community, the Innovate community. It'll, I say, be an hour and a half. I'll probably talk for three. But uh, <laughs> there will be a limit at the beginning of no more than 10, I want to say five minutes, of let's at the beginning be candid about some of the negative things that are out there, but spend the other two to three hours. Every I will have guests who are members here. I will have guests who are stakeholders who want to be embraced. But there's such a large stakeholder community, and with as much bad that sits out there, what's great about being part of the bigger community is that you can bury it in all the good things that are happening amongst the other 90%. And so I am going to inundate people with funshine, good news. Let's awesome talk at the beginning about the negative stuff to acknowledge it, but let's not give it life. Let's find ways collectively to put it to bed and as a group move forward in ways that this city hasn't done before. So All right, Todd, I look forward to I look forward to a lot more conversations on and, you. Uh, our it was next, really cool to hear you. We will segue into I will go into detail of what you asked me earlier, the calm approach. All right, cool. So um, but I am uh, appreciative enough to acknowledge I talk too much. Last thing on my I, way out you're here to listen to you talk. So the art program here there are a couple artists who aren't necessarily affiliated. Bring you over, bring you over to the middle. Um, so with for Newport Art House. For anyone who's just listening right now, Todd this, has a couple of really small, yeah, like, and badass this picture paintings. up on the top here is um, made by uh, I say the artist formerly known as Custodian, <laughs> Debbie Smith. Um, so I mentioned James earlier. My other bookend and right hand that I can't live without is Debbie Smith. Awesome. She started as the custodian here, but she has become the gatekeeper of this building. I have a couple of Deb's Before paintings in the I shop as well. Before I roll in at 10 a.m. because I try to get some stuff done at the home front. And then uh, a really special picture here. Um, and the first artist, even pre-Mia, um, he just didn't, you know, have the time. He works 10 jobs. Um, Eric Full, I grew up with across the street. And Eric and his that is friend really Craig... Cool. Rain, snow, sleet, or hail from the time I was five years old would surf. They loved surfing. They embraced it like crazy. They would be on their bikes with their wetsuits, snow coming down. 
Eric later in life channeled that energy to take really cool photos while he's in the barrel of a wave. Is that a photograph? This is a photograph that he paints on top of. Oh, right. All right. So, um, But if you go to ericfullphotography.com, you look at these pictures, you're going to want them on your walls. And so it's a reminder, uh, both Debbie and Eric have pieces that are in our space that are available for sale, as is all the other stuff for Newport Art House and Mia. Um, and as much as we want to get you in the space, we recognize we can't. That's why we're doing these virtual right. things. So if you don't see their work on our website, you can go to Eric Full Photography for his. And uh, another example of uh, helping another entrepreneur, we are helping Debbie establish her first Facebook page, which will have her work on it. So uh, all of the hallways aren't inundated <laughs> with yeah, all Deb's the great gotta, stuff. Dude, awesome stuff. She man. works in the morning for me, and uh, she used to take care of her husband in the afternoon, but I don't think so anymore because every day she's coming, she goes home and does 10 or 12 art pieces, all of which was inspired by Mia Tarducci showing up, spending a month in residence in one of our suites, and Debbie asking her questions, learning some techniques, and taking it to the home front. And uh, her work's awesome. I have pieces of hers at home. Um, my parents do in Florida, and my parents just ordered one of Eric's. So Eric's stuff's really cool. I've never seen um, it. This is the first time. It's great stuff. Shop local, people. And uh, this segue as I walk out, because I can always keep talking, is uh, many new features in Jordan's Awesome Cafe. And go to the Chambers website for more info. But a new local initiative is to... Uh, is a new gift card kiosk for all um, small businesses. The idea is you can come to this one and only machine at Innovate Newport, you type in a dollar amount you want, and you print out the card, and you can go to their website and see all of the businesses. All the businesses signed up with ShopGrade or Newport. Or not. If you're a mom and pop who has a pop, pop up sale, you can add your name to the list at no cost, I believe, and you are all able to take this one card wherever you want on this island, and instead of going into a Home Depot, you go to a local... You Another know, you, cool aspect I like about it is yeah. you buy this card as a gift, right? So you yeah. give this card to somebody as a gift for the yeah. holidays, for whatever. Yeah. Then they go to shopgreaternewport.com, yes. and they can see all the local businesses most... Probably a lot that they know already, they love already, they may visit anyways, and they can use this card. And it so, also reminds you, like in the restaurant example, we're, we're struggling at Innovate like everyone else is to find ways to help support this part of our community. And what I struggle with, I brought Steph in from Scratch Kitchen. I want to embrace Corner Cafe. I can help as many as I can. I can't help them all. But what's good is you doing the good deed by buying the card, you are not forced to make the decision on where it's spent. It's in their court, and that same card can go to whatever food place they like in town. And if we promote this enough across the county, then all these restaurants, all these retail shops will, with the bigger community, much like Innovate has to work, it takes a village, embrace these places. That's it, man. We're all one That's right now, it. especially and, with And uh, with that, Buddy's uh, already yelling at me uh, behind stage <laughs> All here, right, Todd. So. Todd, thank you for honestly, coming on. Thanks awesome. for sharing this stuff. Was Dude, it was a lot of fun, man. Honestly, it was, for me, um, enlightening exercise. And um, 
I jumped all over the map, but all the stories need to I'm be glad told. To, and dude, and this, to... as much time as you need, we yeah, can have sure. you on again to yeah. hear the rest of yeah. it. Yeah, I'm going to hire an intern, hopefully by our next time, that can speak for me so that I can not speak all the time. Nice. But, uh, this was awesome. Honestly, Jordan. Like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I man. told um, Samantha that it made, it, it was <laughs> a forcing function for me. So here, you were ready to do it today. I, I looked at you yesterday. I said, yeah, I'm doing it. I love it. Noon, you, you reminded me. I said, I can't bail on him now. I've got to do it. <laughs> I love it. And, and I love um, it. Forcing function. I'm so and, glad you, uh, sit, you put the time aside. And um, I love that we, the story you and I share every day in the hallways. Now some people out there who are being smart and safe not to come to the building all the time can get what we're experiencing here virtually. So, all right, Todd. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thanks. You got it, dude. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you know me. I'm taking my drinks with me. <laughs> Buddy's driving, it'll be safe. <laughs>